Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Moms are rising up and taking action. We're going to be talking to Moms for Liberty on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead and our very special guest, Tina Deskovich, who is the co-founder of Moms for Liberty. Welcome. Thanks, Matt. Glad to be here with you. And Tina, we're so excited. You know, it seemed like during COVID, the teachers union, which were, I guess were created to help speak on behalf of teachers, seems like they just became this power-hungry entity instead of parents taking responsibility for their children. Did you see that happen? Yeah, so Tiffany Justice and I are the co-founders of Moms for Liberty. We founded uh, our organization a little over a year ago, but both of us are former school board members in the state of Florida from different counties. We served from 2016 to 2020. And what we saw during those four years was the imbalance of power. We saw the unions, even in Florida where they're not particularly strong, have a lot more power than they should have. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, they were there to negotiate salary and things of that nature. Probably started as a good thing, but then it's just, they have moved way out of that realm. And you know, if you look at the contracts within a school district alone, they impact families and children greatly. School start times, what days you're going to have off, all kinds of things are in those contracts. And there's no one at that negotiating table that represents families or kids anymore. Unions have been working for decades to get school board members elected. So it's truly the union negotiating with the union on behalf of things that are impacting families, Hmm. children, and taxpayers. Weren't they a part of the lockdowns and the mask and things like that that affected these children? Well, what happened with COVID is that America got to see what Tiffany and I already knew. Uh, it was on full display all over the country. And uh, I don't think parents liked what they saw. Well, what they saw was what their kids were actually being taught in schools, some of the uh, online programs, uh, and they got a chance to see what the content was. They also saw, for example, in Florida, when Governor Ron DeSantis opened up Florida and had in-person school back in September 2020, uh, they opposed that. They even filed suits to try to stop that and stay Uh, with the masking, stay away from in-person schooling. So I think a lot of parents, particularly moms, got a bird's eye view, a real up-close view of what was happening in their schools. And I think other moms got involved because of the masking issue. But you go back to January of 2021, before the masking issues really got very heated around the country with moms going to school boards. And you formed this organization along with your co-founder because of what you personally experienced as school board members. Give us some examples of what you saw as a school board member, and then we want to talk about what Moms for Liberty is doing. So as a school board member, you sit up there on the dais, and here in Florida, our school districts are very large, so you deal with a lot of issues. Over the four years, uh, you would see parents come in individually with concerns, and I mean, our school board here in Brevard County, where where I served, was pretty good at trying to address one-on-one issues, but I would look at school boards around the state and around the country, and they would ignore parents. And what happened is 2020 unfolded. More and more parents were starting to show up with concerns on some of these new policies or what they were seeing, and they were being shut down and ignored by people that used to care about individual students. And so um, we watched that happen, and you just mentioned around the country with schools being closed, parents showing up and saying, it's it's been a year in Chicago. Why are our schools still closed? And what school boards starting to, what started to do was shut down public comment, 
shorten public comment, uh, reduce public comment, shut down meetings so that parents couldn't show up at all. And we all know what that kind of behavior does to to open discussion in public policy. Well, some of them were actually like escorted out by sheriffs for speaking up, weren't they? Showing up without a mask or, yeah. you know, for, for many different things. Horrendous. Look at the poor yeah. father in Loudoun County who came yeah. to speak about the sexual assault on his daughter. Well, in fact, when they got involved with respect to, for example, the masking issue in 2021, then they also began to realize there's also curriculum issues that are mm -hmm. taking place. And they saw that in part because and investigate what's happening in our public schools and realize our kids are under sexual assault by these schools. The curriculum is a real issue. Um, most school districts have processes in place where parents can come in and review textbooks and curriculum. Parents have been asleep at the wheel. And I did everything I could. I started a, a newsletter uh, on my own when I was on the school board trying to send out to constituents. I would put on all social media, hey, we're about to review history books. It's open. Come down nobody would show up. And so it's a huge blessing, we like to call it COVID lemonade, that parents actually, like it was force fed into their living room, to their dining room table, what kids were learning. And right. they were like, holy cow, I need to get in there and review what is what they're learning. At Liberty Council, we know that Planned Parenthood human rights campaigns are a part of this curriculum and we've seen some examples, but I'm sure for parents, it was a real eye opener. Yeah, you know, we moved, uh, first it was the critical race theory that was being exposed, but quickly this has moved into the sexualization of our children. Mm -hmm. There is something called the National Sex Ed Standards. Uh, there was a 2012 version. The 2012 version, 40% of schools in America, school districts in America, used those standards for sex ed. They came out with a 2020 version while COVID happened. Mm. It is dramatically different. It says in kindergarten that you um, teach gender ideology, that you teach the child, a five-year-old, that they can be a boy or a girl. In kindergarten. Neither or both. And where did this originate? Uh, there's like five or six organizations that have signed on to the National Sex Ed Standards. You can Google them, um, and they have all contributed to uh, putting together these standards. Wow. So now Moms for Liberty started in January of 2021. How big are you now? Uh, in just, what is it, 15 months uh, since we launched, we have grown to 181 chapters in 34 states and over 80,000 active and engaged moms. That's incredible. And you have dads too, right? We have dads. Don't forget two, the dads. Yeah, <laughs> two of our chapters are actually led by dads, but we have dads that are members, grandparents, uh, concerned citizens, community members. You don't have to be a mom. That's that explosive awesome. growth in just a short time. It's really remarkable. We've had zero uh, marketing budget, so no dollars really infused into trying to recruit or promote. We just, um, we sold t-shirts in the beginning. We started with $500 in my back bedroom. I bought $500 worth of shirts, put up a website and a Facebook page uh, and sold the shirts and then made a profit and then resold the shirts. And we told moms, put them on and get down to your school board meeting. And that's what started happening. And it says Moms for Liberty on the t-shirt. Yeah, well, now we've actually branded out, but yeah, Moms for Liberty, we have ones that say, uh, we don't co-parent with the government. That one's been very popular. We have um, a John Adams quote on one. The dads really like that one, but they show up, they're all navy blue shirts or navy blue hats and you have one they, with esther on there i think don't yeah you? that's I our that latest one, one for such a time as this that's yeah. been a very popular one we just had to do a big and your website is momsforliberty.org you got it moms you know, let's, let's talk about some of the situations for example there was a woman in california who had a real eye opener when her daughter was was she had some mental health issues tell us about that yeah there's numerous cases around the country uh that are very concerning uh, and really show the full spectrum of what's happening with the government and school districts inserting themselves into the relationship between a parent and a child, which is ultimately there to destroy families. Mm -hmm. 
And one of the most egregious stories uh, right now comes from a lady named Abigail in California. Her daughter uh, had some mental health struggles and she was working closely with her daughter to work through those struggles. Uh, she started saying um, the school had launched a, an LGBTQ uh, club at the school, and her daughter started attending that. And then she decided that she wanted to be a boy. And mom really worked with her through these things. Uh, but ultimately, the school district and the state said, mom's not supportive enough. You're not, um, you're not affirming mm. that your daughter wants to be a boy. You're not, not doing a very good job. And they took the child away. They allowed mom... Uh, one visitation a week. And how old was this child? Uh, I am not sure of her age at this time. She was in her teenage years, yes. And they took her away Mm -hmm. from her mom. And um, so mom was allowed one hour a week. But here's here's the kicker. Mm. Mom was not allowed to mention God. Mm. Oh, my goodness. The state inserted itself and said, you only get your child one hour a week because you will not affirm that your daughter is a boy and you are not allowed to mention God. And this all started because of the public schools, because the kid was in the public school system. It's everywhere now. Uh, You know, the public schools are reinforcing uh, the policies that are being put in place and public schools are very concerning. And we can talk a little bit more about those. But the bigger concern is not the policies, but the procedures and the guides that are being put in place because they're not going before an elected school board to be voted on. They're not being put before the public to be debated. They're being snuck in through the back door with the bureaucrats and uh, the the employees of the Mm -hmm. district. And and these these issues need to come out. So parents would never know that that was actually taking place unless they found out and they dug in more detail about what's going on in their local school. Well, our guest is Tina Deskovich. She is co-founder of Moms for Liberty, and the website is momsforliberty.org. That's momsforliberty.org. So if you have information, you have some issues, you have some concerns, you want to start, maybe there's already one in your community. If not, you may want to be one of those individuals that starts a Moms for Liberty. So go to momsforliberty.org. Our very special guest is Tina Deskovich. We'll continue our program with her later this week. For more information, you can go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation.